0: You're listening to the Ontos podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being and truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now, cue the intro music.
1: Once Rune was free from his prison, he was able to influence people more strongly. But impaling someone with a hergic spike was difficult, no matter what the circumstances to achieve such things, he apparently began with people who already had tenuous grips on reality. Their insanity made them more open to his touch, and he could use them to spike more stable people. Either way, It's impressive how many important people ruin managed to spike King Pingrod <laughs> <laughs> King Penrod, ruling Lufidel at the time, is a very good example of this. <laughs> Near the end, the ash began to pile up in frightening amounts. I've spoken of the special microbes the Lord Ruler devised to help the world deal with ash falls. They did not feed on ash, really. Rather, they broke it down as an aspect of their metabolic functions. Volcanic ash itself is actually good for soil, depending on what one wishes to grow. Too much of anything, however, is deadly. Water is necessary for survival, yet too much will drown. During the history of the final empire, the land balanced—excuse me—land balanced on the very knife edge of disaster. Via the ash, the microbes broke it down about as rapidly as it fell. But when there was so much of it that it oversaturated the soil, it became more difficult for the plants to survive. In the end, the entire system fell apart. Ash fell so steadily that it smothered and killed the world's plant life, or the it smothered and killed, and the world's plant life died off. The microbes had no chance of keeping up, for they needed time and nutrients to reproduce. The pact between preservation and ruin is a thing of gods, and difficult to explain in human terms. Indeed, initially, there was a stalemate between them. On on one hand, each knew that only by working together they could create. On the other hand, both knew that they would never have complete satisfaction in what they created. Preservation would not be able to keep things perfect and unchanging, and Ruin would not be able to destroy completely. Ruin, of course, eventually acquired the ability to end the world and gain the satisfaction he wanted. But then that wasn't originally part of the bargain. Okay. Um 51. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a... It always is. Dude, the epigraphs man, the epigraphs slap. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Alright, so 51. Uh you got a little bit of a sneak sneak preview here we got ellen's point of view uh and he's wearing the dark mistborn cloaks now and uh he's realized that he's not going to assassinate yeoman it's not going to happen um but he's going to solo attack a coloss army (laughs) because he needs a bigger army and so ellen lands and is trying to save this village that's being attacked by this army and ends up killing a huge chunk of them before he gains complete control and He's like surprised because he's like, Man, I thought I was gonna have to fight an Inquisitor, but there was no Inquisitor here. I just like they were just attacking and I fought them and I took control. And he's like, I could do anything, you know, I would I would do anything if it meant protecting my people. And, you know. The group asks him after he saves them, Are you the Lord ruler? And Ellen responds again with close enough. Right. So that 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 is literally it. The end of fifty one is just him having this insane battle sequence where he solo attacks a Koloss army and takes control of it by himself. And like we've seen with him in previous chapters, they've called him Tyrant and he's accepted it. They've called him so many things and he's accepted it. And in this moment they call him the Lord Ruler and he accepts it.
0: You know what's funny is it's like twenty thousand Kolos. So he's like doubled his more than doubled his army.
1: Yep. Yep. After after what Yeoman did, mm-hmm. essentially, all the all the those chapters ago so 52 we get Tensun's Tensoon's point of view and he's run all the way to Lufidel and the skull are living in filth the city has basically fallen um the guards are you know this guards seem there are some guards but and that are watching the entrance to uh to um keep venture and and they are afraid uh it seems that they're safe from the mist but they're afraid of the king uh they're 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 talking about how something's going on with him which we know exactly what's going on with the epigraphs and everything um but Tensoon ends up remembering part of the information he tortured out of Orsir before he killed him and he ends up going to this warehouse and Tensoon finds Kelsir's bones and Tinsoon becomes Kelsir so Welland, we've mentioned this in the c- past couple mm-hmm. of chapters. Welland, who is he? He's the one of the one of the few guards that survived the attack on Keep Hastings when, when Zane and Vin ruined Set's army. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who had that little bit of a point of view of watching them jump over and just kill everyone. Well, here's Welland again. And he is just chilling out and, again, talking with the other guard about how scared they are of the king. And Ten appears to them as Kelsier. And they reveal that Penrod has gone mad. He speaks to the air, and he's like, "I don't know what's going on." And we're and and, and Kelsier here, Tenzin as Kelsier is like, "Where's Vin? I need to talk to Vin. Where's my air?" And they say, "I think she's in Orto," which is weird, but I think she's in Orto. And so Tenzin's like, "All right, I'm gonna go." And they're like, "What do we do?" And Tenzin's like. Gather the people. Go underground for protection. You need to do this. You need to flee. And that's what he leaves them with. And a group of Skaw end up seeing Tinsun as Kelsier. And he tells them that Penrod has been corrupted by Rune. And that they all must escape. And Tinsoon keeps Kelsier's bones. Goes back into dog form. And heads off towards Orto. Uh, Okay. Chapter 53. We get Spook's point of view here. And Beldred is normal. She's just an innocent person, and Spook realizes she would not survive in the underground, and she he feels absolutely awful for taking her hostage, which one hundred percent is what he did. Um. So, the what ended up happening is we learn that let's go all the way back to Final Empire. We learn that when Kelsier went out to attack, there was a group of people going to be executed, Spook included. Um. Uh man, I'm forgetting his name. Who was Orseer pretending to be? Renew. Renew. Renew, Spook, the squad was gonna get executed, and it turns out Beldred and Beldred was a part of that. She was one of the pe- one of the nobles who were slated to get executed. And she is talking to Spook and talking about how she was going to be executed for being half ska. But when the rebellion overthrew the Lord Ruler that day, when that when that Kelsey went out to fight, she was released and she was able to flee. And she's just kind of talking with Spook at this point and trying to get close. And Spook, you know, doesn't believe he's in charge, but Beldred's like, no, obviously you're in charge. You know, everyone's looking to you. Everyone's listening to you. And Spook kind of tells Beldred about the crew and how they were, you know, they're not exactly what people think they were. And he kind of gives her the, the real story of how they interacted and how he was like, he's basically nothing. But Beldred, you know, She's pulling on the heartstrings, and she's like, after she gets to know Spook a little bit, it's like, you're not gonna kill Quillian. Can you please save him? And Spook's like, I can't guarantee that, but I'll try. I'll I'll try. And uh, yeah. So then we we pop over and Spook is talking to Dern, and Dern wants a lordship. He wants he he's willing to help Spook with with his overall grand plan, but he's like, I want to be a lord. And Spook's like, Yeah, dude, whatever. Like, you can have it. Chaos is a ladder, yeah, chaos is a <laughs> chaos is a ladder, so spook ended up going when went to populated locations to start spreading his like reputation right as the survivor of the flames, and just a couple of notes here is that we learn that he's fallen for Beldred pretty dang hard, he's down bad, um we realize that he kind of has this thought process of power is you know a terrible thing and and he's seeing firsthand what it's kind of making people become and the last thing we uh, we get from it is that the group is kind of chanting about him and he's realizing that these people are really looking up to him and loving him and Kelsier goes look they love you you deserve it and that's the end of 53
0: so it was kind of a twist I didn't expect uh one thing I thought was hilarious is um so Tenzin takes Kelsier's bones but he doesn't have hair so mm-hmm. Kelsier's bald. <laughs> Not just that, Kelsier would be without eyebrows too. Which, <laughs> you know, I I didn't think about that. I tried to find pictures online of like bald Kelsier, and none. Don't look that up. Don't look none, that up. None exist. They don't. They, I can't find them. So if any artists out there want to do this, I mean, that exi- that 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 is canon now. Um, <laughs> but what was interesting about the fight Ellen had? Like he he goes and he fights all these coloss, which is like mm-hmm. super intense. All that other stuff, yeah. You know, really neat. Um But what's really in- interesting was there was no inquisitor.
1: Yeah, that's he's
0: it. like I, he was like maybe he ran off or whatever. Like, but like there's this big army or this big like clump of coloss and uh he just like goes in there, goes ham, and then is like, yeah, I guess there's no one here to stop me. Um But this was a a desperation move. I mm-hmm. mean uh i think he pretty much admits it uh i don't know if he fully really believed that he would be able to pull it off
1: no i don't think he did either but he did ultimately it was a desperation move because he's actually listening to set that's the way i'm seeing this he actually to set. he goes well we need to straight up attack well yeoman's a genius and killed half my freaking coloss. Mm-hmm. you know so he goes i'm gonna get more and he went and he went after this army as, like you said, that desperation move of he ultimately needed more coloss. And I really think leaving that, you know, leaving that uh location with those coloss, I think he's ready to attack. I think he like like we've had these other chapters, the past previous ones we talked about where Alan's been talking to himself basically, and he's basically he's confirmed. I would do whatever it takes to save to save, you know, the world, save our people. And he's I think with that he's come to the conclusion that he's kind of being like set. He goes, if I have to use the Colossus to sack this entire city, killing countless thousands and thousands of people, I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think I think even if it wasn't this chapter it was relatively recent, he was like "Ellen was basically like I know what I need to do. Yeah. And it was at least implied or outright stated like he's going to have to attack mm-hmm. uh, to attack the city. Um the other thing that we kind of get with, with with this information is like uh Tenson told him to go to someplace
1: right he told him so he, he I don't I don't know if he told him where to go oh he told him to go to uh he asked is there a safe place to go and Wellens like or one of the skulls like the caves the caves that you know and he's like yeah oh yeah the where caves, the, where the where the where,
0: survivor went because yeah, he said go underground
1: yeah he just said go underground. To, to escape,
0: yeah, where the caves where this where um, Kelsier had, had his own, army, yeah, had his army, um, because I remember he he made some deal because then he ran to a bunch of other people who saw him and he was like ah, and then he was like, well, I probably should take advantage of this, and he's like, go find these two guards, they'll tell you where to go, mm-hmm. um, and then Beldras, you know, being half ska um, is a thing, which is kind of. Did we know that? Because I think that's the that was one of the big. He could have just revealed that. Like that's a big deal. Was like she has literal noble blood, and uh, she's being protected. Yeah, and, and during this whole scheme.
1: Yeah, the big thing here, right? That I think really was crazy. Is we t- we've talked multiple times. We talked about it. There was either this last episode or the episode before that. How characters come full circle everything comes full circle. We see Welland as another example of coming full circle. Now, this is the guard that Tensoon told to gather everyone, right? And so if we assume that this character is going to come full circle, this guard might have a very important role going forward and what could be saving people, right? Helping helping these people flee a spiked pinrod. Which um,
0: he's seeing the the pinrod seeing the lord ruler. That yep. was what they mentioned. Yep,
1: and he's going absolutely crazy. Um, we talk about again coming full circle. We talked about how uh Brandon talked about how when they when they saved Renew and Spook and everyone that there were a bunch of people being slated for execution that they were saving and they were all scattering. Turns out one of them was Beltred. So I think it's really cool that that, that all of this comes back around. Um so yeah, let's talk about uh some juicy uh juicy juicy epigraphs. So uh Okay. So we get confirmation again that Ruin had to go for in the beginning these, absolutely, like people who were kind of insane, and that right. that points out Zane big time, right? Yeah, because that,
0: cause that was one of the things uh, was like who he was able to be able to influence, and it was basically like people who were just a little off kilter or very off kilter that he was able to get into them, which makes sense because I mean, pretty sure Ven would sit and fit fit under that with everything she's been through
1: yep that is true um i love again like i love again i think this is kind of funny this kind of makes me feel like it's a little bit of brandon patting himself on the back too how many times he brings up the microbes look the microbes (laughs) yeah
0: you guy who said that this doesn't make any sense i'm coming at you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i predicted this but like he goes all the way down to, like, this is even why they stopped working. You know, they weren't actually feeding on it. You know, they were just breaking it down. Um, which I got covered. Which, coming back around things, you know, you know, hindsight, right? Here's 2020. Uh, yeah, why didn't you just make it feed on the ash? Why did it have to only break it down?
0: <laughs> well, I yeah, I mean, it was one of those things that Brandon was like, uh i'm I'm a fantasy writer, not really a sci fi writer so you know forgive me, you know for I have sinned when it comes to science um but I don't know like is there a specific reason for why that would be the case you know I even you know studied this stuff, and I can't tell you exactly
1: why uh or well, because for this exact reason it was genius it's it's why the ash is destroying the world now, indeed, indeed, but I think it was really cool um Then the thing is, we haven't gotten the full information yet, but the bargain struck between preservation and ruin.
0: Right, and it was talking about, you know, what was necessary to be able to create the world, Um, and I forgot, did this one mention the the sentience thing? No. No, no, no. no. So we're going to be getting into things like that. Um, And so it's like this, we know that preservation you know, was around, um, that his power was used to create the prison and that there was a decision between he and ruin about something, but we haven't seen preservation yet. Yeah. Like so, we just aren't, we, we just keep hearing of him.
1: Yeah. The thing here that I wanted to talk about was that last sentence through. It says ruin, of course, eventually acquired the ability to end the world and gain the satisfaction he wanted. But then, that wasn't originally part of the bargain that's the the big thing i wanted to lean in here because it's like so obviously ruins breaking the bargain right he has to be somehow it's not he's getting something that wasn't a part of it but uh we're gonna figure that out here by the end of the by the end of this week i can't tell you whether it's the next chapter or not, but we're gonna figure more about that out and i'm kind of excited to move forward hey everyone vod here Please rate our podcast and follow us for regular episodes Monday through Friday. If you enjoy listening, consider subscribing. We are a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com ontos. That's patreon.com O-N-T-O-S. Thanks again, and remember, our sentience depends on you.